Transferring wealth successfully starts with asking yourself questions that will give your family a better life now and for generations to come. In this podcast, financial professionals John and Michael from Copper Beach Financial Group guide you through eye-opening questions to help you discover the truth about your wealth. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to The Truth of Your Wealth with John and Michael Paris from Copper Beach Financial Group. Today I'm pretty excited. They are going to be taking us through Copper Beach's audit process that they work with prospects on, or they, they take prospects through that are interested in working with them. So I'm really excited about getting into that and seeing what that's all about. But before we do that, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning, Good morning, Eric. Eric. Doing well. Doing great, Eric. How are you? Van- oh, fantastic. I had a wonderful weekend and I uh, got to spend some time with my grandkids and, and just enjoyed our time together. How about you guys? I did the same. Yeah, I did. Saw uh, my sister's play. She's in community theater, so she was uh, a newsie. She's a newsie, so oh, nice. saw that over the weekend. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Great. That that's awesome. And we baby we babysat my granddaughter, who's special. How old's your of granddaughter? Course. She's two now. Just turned two oh, in September. Yeah, so. Michael, your daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yep. My granddaughter is two as well, and my grandson is four. So they are. They're a riot. <laughs> They're a lot of fun to be around. <laughs> Aren't they all? Uh, oh, yeah. Is that a positive, a positive uh, compliment or, oh, or yeah, negative? A positive riot. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're good kids. Every once in a while, you just see them getting after each other and it's like, okay, break it up, you two. But other than that, they're, they're fantastic. Lot, lots of fun. All right. Absolutely. So we're talking about your audit process. Uh, and I'm, yes. I'm interested. That can be a scary term, right? An audit. Uh, first thing I think of is IRS. Oh, my Lord, please do not yeah. audit me. But an audit process truly is just diving deep into someone's situation and helping them figure out where to go from there kind of thing. Is that what I take from this? Yes. Yep. That's 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 exactly that's a great description. Great. All right. So can you give us a, a, an overview maybe or do we just want to dive in and kind of go step by step? Well, I, I think it's important to really discuss why we go through that process right. first and foremost. On our last podcast, we talked a little bit about our process in general. And not every family really wants to go to the level of depth that we do with our family office platform. And so the audit is really, again, that first deep dive, that first step for us to be able to really work with the prospect to see whether they qualify for the work that we do and whether they really are interested in having a family office for their family. So Mm -hmm. that's a really important step for us. Okay. So they've made the decision. I'm really interested in this. What is the first step of that audit process? Well, the, the, the first step is our office. We have what we call our document checklist and uh, our office, Lauren, our office who really heads up that process. Her job is to really work with the family and the family's advisors, if if the family gives us authorization to contact them mm-hmm. directly to collect really every piece of financial information that they have. We collect things like tax returns. We collect investment statements, insurance policies, uh, buy-sell agreements, uh, estate planning documents. You name it, we collect. Uh, so that's that process in and of itself is sometimes uh, a lot of work, but it's really, really helpful. Actually, we have a lot of families that think of it, believe it or not, as a positive experience because very often all their data is all over the place. Mm -hmm. They have some data at home. They have some data uh, at at their office. They may not have any data at all or forgotten to collect it. And so an an unintended consequence of this process is really to help them almost get more organized. But that's the first step in our process. John, on our last podcast, you had said 
and, and I, I love this kind of this picture, is that you're really bringing the entire team together. You're not going in, it's, it's, you're not threatening any relationships. You're trying to strengthen those relationships between the client and their, maybe their attorney and their CPA and their financial advisor that they already have in place. And Michael, you had just mentioned that you, you know, get that permission to be able to contact those folks to be able to get all this stuff put together. How does that, mm-hmm. how do clients feel about that when you first approach them about, you know, wanting to talk to all their team members? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here. Uh, it, it, it's, it's an interesting point of contention sometimes or a surprise by the client that we're asking for this very, very important documents and information on their financial lives. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, let's be clear, when we first meet them, we spend a lot of time asking very deep questions that we typically ask all our clients that open up that onion, I guess it's mm-hmm. a term that most people use, and get into where their concerns are, like what keeps them up at night. What concerns are about money, family issues? We really dive deep in our first interview. That's before the audit, and we discover Got with it. the client where their concerns are, and the audit becomes a natural progression from that conversation. So they're pretty motivated after our conversation mm-hmm. to say, you know what, I want to take the next step. What do I do now? And that's where Michael steps in with his team. We, with permission from the client, we contact their advisors, uh, or they have a lot of the client information themselves. So we, we collect all that. And sometimes it's, it, it takes a little while because Michael said earlier, it's really all over the place, but it, it's, it's very helpful for the client to go through that exercise. And then once we collect that data, Michael's team reviews it and does the analysis through step-by-step process of discovery on that, on that data. And then we report back to the client. Uh, but that's in general how we, how we operate. How long does that, the, the analysis of all that data, I, I, well, I assume, I'm going to take that back. I assume that obviously it's got to be individualized for each client. Can you give a general idea of kind of how long that takes usually to analyze the data? Uh, it's, it's absolutely customized for every family. I, I would say it probably takes about a, a week on average, once we have the, all of the data mm-hmm. to analyze that, we have uh, software that we utilize that we enter a lot of that data in that that's very useful for us to develop projections, f- financial projections, tax projections, so on and so forth. And so to be able to build that, it, it takes probably about a week worth of work for our team to do that. Wow, that's that's quicker than I thought, honestly. That's great. Yeah, I'll tell you a short story. I, I met with a client I was collecting his tax return, and, and when I looked at the first page of his return, he had uh, a large amount of money being declared as a dividend interest on his tax return, and he was making a whole lot of money. And I asked him why he was willing to be taxed on that earnings. He said that was a bonding account that uh, his surety company required him to put aside in a, an account of the bank because he built schools. Hmm. And it was sitting in cash, and this interest earned on this big pool of money was taxable income to the company. So I asked him, why didn't he have a laddered municipal bond strategy or something more tax efficient? And after doing a quick analysis, not only did I save him taxes on a large sum of money, uh, it, the rest of it was tax-free going forward. So oh, he wow. said, whatever your fees are, triple it, <laughs> which was interesting. <laughs> so, so very quickly, Michael and our team can look at data and really get into it very quickly for the client and go back and ask those questions. Why are you doing these things? Because you could do other things that have more positive impact to your solutions. Uh, so it's a real, it, it's a real great process. And when we, when we sit the clients down and go through it, it's, it's about a three hour meeting that allows the client to really look at all the pieces. And when they leave that meeting, they are truly concerned that they need some help to get things corrected. 
Well, it sounds like they, they may be concerned, but they're also obviously they know they're in the right hands because you've you've opened this door, you've shown them some of the holes in the boat, as it, as it were, and uh, and they know that you have the tools to start patching those and, and start repairing and upgrading. Uh, yeah, and it, it, and it goes back to that comment I made, I think, on the first podcast. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. So this is an education process. It's a teaching moment for the client to discover all the options and ideas that are out there that he might not be taking advantage of or they might not be taking advantage of as a, as a family. And that's what we focus on. All right. After the data analysis and everything is done, where do you go from there? Well, once we have all of the data analyzed, we will create what we call our audit report, which is really a summation of that of that data. And I think it's also important to reiterate what my father talked about briefly is by the time we've gotten to this audit process, we have already met with the process with the prospect. We've asked those really deep questions. And so we have a, a foundation or a context that we could then custom tailor the audit to. So if we uncover something in that initial conversation with the client that doesn't match up with their their real life plan or their current plan, well, that's certainly going to be something that we emphasize within our report. So the report is really designed to kind of bridge those two those two initial interactions with the clients so with that initial questions and then the analysis that we do. And that report is typically around on average 80 to 90 pages uh, wow. of data. So it's a pretty robust report. There's there's a lot of information there. And, and the feedback we've gotten from from clients is that they really haven't seen all of their financial picture in one spot before. So it's, it's pretty in-depth. I'm assuming that you give them a wheelbarrow to take it out of the office with. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, yeah. No, everything's online, Eric. Yeah. There's no paper anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's good. Uh, I appreciate you being green. If they want any green. paper, we can give them to Most of the time, it's, uh, it's a PDF format. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. And actually, that's a great, great point, because at that point of our relationship with the client, he has not hired Copper Beach at this point. He, they just paid for an audit process. Mm. Uh, so when the report is delivered, uh, a decision has to be made whether we accept them as a family uh, onto our platform or they accept us as advisors to their world. So it's a communication that opens up very uh, quickly and a decision is made. But if they decide not to work with Copper Beach, then they could take that report because they paid for it and go present it to any other advisor in their community to implement wow, potential that's, change. That's great. I mean, that's a that's a huge value to them and, and giving them that choice. I love the way you said it with the fact that you have to choose them and they have to choose you because there's no doubt about it. This is a relationship and it's going to be probably a long term relationship for quite a few years uh, to help this family all together. I mean, obviously multi-generational. But I, th I think that's a beautiful observation that it's, you know, it's it's a two-way street, if you will. You choose them and they choose you. That's great. Yeah, and the, and, and the bigger piece, Eric, is it's always around trust. It's always mm -hmm. developing that relationship. That's key to our process. And this audit helps us through that in part. Um, but we start really getting into understanding the client. They understand us. And it's, it's, it's almost uh, sometimes almost magical when, when the clients really open their eyes to their opportunities they have potentially um, with the new, new ideas that we, we deliver to them through this process. Got it. Again, this is a, a very robust report. I'm going to assume they've taken a look at it. They're very happy with it. They have their concerns uh, of things that they see that you have suggested that need to uh, have changes made. What happens if they say, you know what, we like this. We, we want to move forward and you've chosen them as much as they've chosen you. Where do you go from there? 
Well, the next step is 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 we discuss joining our platform. If we've if we've agreed, both both parties have agreed that it makes sense to move forward. We'll 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 talk about the relationship going forward. Uh, the first meeting, typically after the audit meeting, if we've both agreed to move forward, is really almost a, a a summation of the audit report itself because we do go through a lot of of observations and considerations within that report. And the next step is really to prioritize some of those observations based on what we collectively agree makes sense to prioritize going forward. So there's a lot of information there. Uh, and that, again, is customized for every family. One family may have a business succession issue that they want to put in the forefront because that's a really important thing that they need to get done. Another family may, it may be a cash flow issue or an estate planning mm-hmm. issue. It really does depend on the family. You guys have a ton of great resources at your fingertips. And as much as this amazes me as, as how robust this this audit truly is at, at 80, 90 pages, um, it's hard for me to grasp, right? It's, it's hard for me to get my brain around what's in this report. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and so I guess my question is, is there a way for us to get a peek at what that looks like? Do you have a sample that you... Um, that you kind of point to for your clients or your prospects that are that are looking to have this done? Do you have something that they can tangibly see so they know what this is all about? Yes, we do. Um, we have a, a, a sample um, process or report that we, we show clients initially. Uh, again, it's customized to each family to, to a large degree, but it is somewhat consistent with all the other audit processes that we deliver to families. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we do have a copy of that. Is there a way that somebody listening to this could get a copy if they're interested in kind of seeing what you do? Sure. They, they could call our office and speak with Lauren. Um, she has access to that information. And if they call in, we'd be more than happy to, to send them a sample. All right. Great. I appreciate it. So Lauren is who they need to contact. Yes. Correct. All right. Sounds good. She, I know she's an integral part of the team. What else does Lauren do there for you? She runs our, our family office conference. We, we hold a conference every year for That's our right. families. Uh, we bring them once a year someplace in beautiful place in America. And uh, we bring uh, outside speakers in. Uh, we bring them in to, to educate them, continually educate them. Wow. It's, a, it's an interesting thing. So she runs that. She's our family office concierge. She does a lot of very, very detailed work in that in that conference for that conference. She's really the point person for a, a lot of our families. If they have a question that they need answered, Lauren's really the resource to, to reach out to. I obviously you could always reach out to myself or my father, but if we're traveling mm-hmm. or we're in meetings, Lauren's really that, that point person for our families. That's great. It's important to have that. So anybody who's listening, if you're interested in seeing a sample of the report, what it looks like, if you're interested in, in engaging Copper Beach, uh, possibly engaging them in this process, call Lauren, talk to her, let her know that you would like uh, a sample of it, and she'll ask you some questions and and uh, get a little bit of information from you and send that off to you. So going going back into what is in the audit report itself, you, you said observations. That's one of the the comments that you made earlier. What are you observing in there? With you said something about taxes and and investments. How do you observe that? Well, it, it, that's a great question. It, we do call them observations, ob- observations and considerations within this report, because at, at this point with the family, we have a saying that 
uh, a prescription without proper diagnosis is malpractice in any business. Mm. And so at this point, although we've had a lot of conversations with the client to get a foundation for what they may be trying to accomplish, the report in that self is, is really not designed to provide recommendations because we haven't really gone through our process in terms of developing maybe what option they can consider. So a lot of the, the report is really just putting down observations and considerations on particular topics that they may want to consider because, again, not every family may want to move forward with us. We hope that they do, but not every family may want that. And so they could then go and take that report to another advisor to perhaps develop a specific recommendation uh, to them for that. But that's why we call them observations and considerations. Got it. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. I want to go back just for a second again. We talked earlier that you know you get permission from your clients to talk to the other team members that they may have in place, maybe an attorney, CPA, an advisor, whoever. Uh, once the report is done and you send it to your client, uh, do they share it with their, their uh, team members or do you send their team members a copy as well? T- typically, they ask us to share that with their team members. I, that, that's a great question. Again, we our role or our goal with the family is to be a part of the team. And so very often we find that the other advisors really, in addition to the family, haven't really seen the family's full financial picture expressed in the way that we express it. I bet. And so we've gotten really good feedback from the advisors that we've that we've shared our report with that it's a, a pretty comprehensive view. And very often, the advisors either a weren't aware of a particular issue that the family uh, may had that we uncovered and are very excited to to join the team to be able to help fix that because it, it's such an important issue for the family yeah what they see eric is uh, i use the term we connect the nine dots hmm. they like that we connect all the pieces of the pie that is in one report that everyone could look at and say i have a full picture of this family where they where they are and potentially where they can go. So it's really one of those um, eye-opening experience from the advisors. They're saying, wow, these guys are connecting everything. It all it all now starts to make sense. Oh, I'm sure. And and I'm assuming that at this point, they're a couple months into the relationship with you guys, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And so if if I'm a, a client of yours or a prospect of yours, and I've gone through this, this process, one of the first things I'm doing is is I'm calling up my attorney or maybe my advisor and saying, hey, did you get the copy of the report? Copper Beach sent me my copy. This thing is amazing. Uh, can we talk about it? Because I've known my advisor maybe for 10 years and I've worked with them. So I have a stronger relationship with them at this point than I do with you guys at this point. Uh, but I can imagine the talk behind the scenes is pretty kind of some chatter and, and pretty exciting uh, for them, at least. It would be for me if I if I saw a lot of things that I could increase and improve on in, in my financial future or my financial life to help my kids or my grandkids, I would be ecstatic. And I would hope that my advisor would be excited to, you know, to start this process as well. So I'm sure you get some pretty, pretty good phone calls out of that. Actually, uh, uh, half the time we actually meet with the advisors personally, uh, oh, without wow. sending it to them only because a lot of the situations we work with are complex. So we had, a, we had a meeting with an, an accountant a few months back where we deliver a report to the client. He's been with us for about six or seven months. We met with the CPA, took him through the report, and he sat back in his chair and he looked and he says, I, I, this is unbelievable. I, how did you guys get all this data from him? I can't get anything from him. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. So we have, the, we have the ability to really draw the data from the client because they're motivated from the questionings that we asked them from the beginning. See, one of the things that happens in our industry, I don't think 
enough people ask enough questions about issues. Mm -hmm. um, they're either want to sell their concept or sell their process. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's a, it's more of a, we, we take more of a counselor role. We ask very deep questions like a psychiatrist would. And a mm -hmm. lot of our clients call us a psychiatrist, actually. <laughs> but we dig deep and that's what discovers that, that heartfelt concern they have for their finances and where they want to go with them. Um, again, but they don't know what they don't know. So we, we're, we're teachers first. All right. And we've, we've talked a lot about your audit process and this really is that first step, uh, of, of getting a, a clear, clear picture. But I know that this is a long-term and ongoing relationship after this audit's done and you've started to implement some things, like you said, you guys prioritize and, and put things in order of that need to be addressed. How does the relationship work after that? Yeah, it's, it's really a, um, an interesting model. Uh, we meet with our clients quarterly uh, and we look at that as an ongoing audit um, mm. um, process that we continue with clients because most of our clients have a lot of activities in their lives yeah. and things change routinely. So those quarterly meetings allow us to focus on their projects that they're working on, or they're buying another company or they're doing different things in, in their financial world. So we stay on top of that. And, and what's interesting about this process, we give them a report card as we go. So imagine this, um, a year later, you look back at our relationship and you say, what do we accomplish? So this report allows us to show the client through this ongoing audit, here's where we started, here's where we ended, and here's the benefit along the way. So the client sees wow. on an ongoing basis the rewards that are being generated by our relationship with them and the success we have through the implementation of certain strategies and the impact that has in their world. It's very dynamic, very rewarding for us. I can imagine that it would be very rewarding for their team members as well, because being a part of this process and being part of that change and shoring up the things that need to be shored up, all of a sudden they look a lot better too. That's yeah, that, that's the goal. That's a very common response we get from the advisors themselves, because our opinion is we help make their job easier because we're meeting with the client quarterly. So as an example, if there is a, an estate planning issue that may require a revision to a will or a trust, as an example, we have the ability, again, to be proactive with that family and then bring in the attorney and say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Attorney, we spoke with the client. They These issues popped up or they may have an asset protection concern with one of their children. I think based on their current documents, we may need to make a revision. And that is that, believe it or not, the attorneys respond very favorably to that because they're not in a position to be able to necessarily be proactive with the client because they're not mm -hmm. meeting with them as regularly as we are. So we help we help strengthen the the relationship with the advisor and against that team mentality that we try to promote. And the client gets so excited, Eric, because he, he doesn't usually see his team together working on his behalf, yeah. on their behalf as a family. So our, our gatekeeping role allows that to occur and develop this relationship with all the advisors and, and the team works better than, than almost anything in the world for families. That's fantastic. I know we're running a little low on time and I'm, I'm going to ask you guys for some closing thoughts in a minute, but I'm actually going to do some closing thoughts first, not to put myself in front of you guys, but just you sparked something there that, no that I think needs to be said. Uh, John, you said earlier that your, it was a, I think it was a blues an accountant that you were sitting with. And he said that, how did you get, you know, this information? I can't get them to, to give me all this documentation. I, yeah. I, you know, I have a, such a hard time. So I'm going to challenge anybody out there that's listening to this, that is a financial advisor, that is an accountant, that is a, an estate planning attorney, an attorney. If you have a family that you've been working with that 
is a great family and has complex issues. Uh, and you have some struggles getting them to give you all the information and really trying to tie those things together. Uh, that's what Copper Beach was created for. So I'm going to tell you, reach out to their office, uh, engage them and say, you know what, I've got a client that may be a fit for you guys. I'd, I'd really like to know uh, if, if this is something that you would take a look at, uh, because I'm sure that they would love to have that conversation with you and see if your client would be a fit, uh, but they will help strengthen your relationships with your clients as well uh, through this entire process. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that gauntlet down for anybody listening to this in those professions uh, that, that you're struggling with a client. Get a hold of Copper Beach. All right, guys, it, it's your turn. Um, do you have any closing thoughts for us today? Yeah, I, I would say anybody listening to this podcast, um, a lot of positive things are happening around us, although we have a tendency to listen to the negatives. A lot of great things are happening with families. A lot of great mm -hmm. things happen in our communities and the world around us. Uh, uh, stay focused, stay positive, and, and, uh, and trust your advisors. Absolutely. Michael, you got anything to add to that? Oh, well, that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I do think uh, <laughs> trusting your advisors is is a big one. I think that there's a lot of noise out there in terms of uh, advice with, with Google. Now we have access to almost an unlimited amount of data, and that is great in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. but sometimes there's a lot of noise associated with that too. And I think that you have trained professionals. Most families have, have really qualified trained professionals around them, and I, I think more families need to rely on them than than some of the other noise that's out there. You know, I'm the old guy in this team, so technology is new to me, as it's to most <laughs> people. So I'm a face-to-face -face kind of guy. And to me, I like to look in the client's eyes and really get an understanding on how they feel about uh, their world around them. It's hard to do that through Google, hard to do that through emails. It's just my approach. I, I agree 100%. And Michael, you're spot on. I Google something's wrong with my shoulder. It's sore. Next thing I have is leprosy. Right. So, you know, <laughs> just it's it's yeah. never accurate uh, to, to the extent that we need it. So face to face, get on the phone, uh, you know, have that phone call and, and start building that relationship. That's great. Thank you guys so much for your time today. Thank you, Thanks, sir. Eric. You bet. And thank you all for listening to the Truth of Your Wealth podcast with John and Michael Paris. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when John and Michael come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. It makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends, family, or maybe your team, your advisor, your CPA, somebody that you need to have hear this. Thanks again for listening. For everyone at Copper Beach Financial Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Truth About Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Copper Beach Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through American Portfolio Financial Services Incorporated, a member of FINRA SIPC Investment Advisory and Financial Planning Services offered through American Portfolio Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Copper Beach is an unaffiliated entity of APFS and APA.
Any opinions expressed in this forum are not the opinion or view of American Portfolios Financial Services Incorporated APFS or American Portfolios Advisors Incorporated APA and have not been reviewed by the firm for completeness or accuracy. These opinions are subject to change at any time without notice. Any comments or postings are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments. Readers should conduct their own review and exercise judgment prior to investing. Investments are not guaranteed, involve risk, and may result in a loss of principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Investments are not suitable for all types of investors.